This is Evan Robb, and I am joined today with Laura Robb. This is the Robb Review Podcast. Welcome, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here, Evan. And I would guess, you know, I hate to have to ask the question, but this is probably a favorite topic of yours. Absolutely. It has something to do with reading. It does. And today we're going to be talking about reading stamina. And I can relate a lot to that because, you know, as I've shared before, I, I wasn't a big reader when I was in middle school and my stamina was not good. And what I can also share is my stamina really wasn't good in anything. You know, I used to try to run because uh, you recall that we had to do this, this thing called field day and I had right. to run the 400 meters and uh, wasn't really good after about 150 meters. My stamina wasn't good. But what I've learned now, of course, as time has moved on, is that that, that stamina, in terms of aerobic capacity, can increase if you practice. And lo and behold, stamina associated with reading can increase also if you practice. Absolutely. So to begin with today, how about if you just share a, a nice specific definition of what reading stamina means? Because we live in a world where terms are, are tossed around all the time, and sometimes it can be confusing to say, wow, what does this mean? Well, there are two parts to reading stamina. The first you've just addressed, the ability to sit and get lost in a book. The second aspect of stamina is to be able to read long books and enjoy them. Because when you read a long book, you have to keep the information you learn early on and towards the middle of the book in your recall part of your brain so that when you need it, as you move through the book, it's there for you to bring up. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I, I don't want to go into heavily into research in this podcast, but I do presume that some of the things that you're talking about are... Um, are certainly found within research. Yes, there was a big study done in the year 2000 by <clears throat> IRA, and uh, what the study said was that there were two aspects uh, associated with developing stamina. One, how often and how long students read self-selected books, and two, the students who read long books performed better on standardized tests than those who only read short texts. So talk to me a little bit, you know, I'm a middle school principal, about how this would look in a middle school classroom. A language arts teacher who wants to work on increasing stamina among students and wants to provide opportunities to do that, what does it look like in, a, in an 86-minute block? Well, in a middle school, I, I would first talk to the students about stamina and tell them what I'm trying to do and why we're working on this together. Then I would let them read. I'd help them choose a book that was a good fit, that they really wanted to read and could read, find a comfortable space, and then I would watch. So here's what I'm looking for. Is the class able, as a group, to read for 15 or 20 minutes and really kind of balk when I say that we have to move on to something else? Or do I have a lot of children getting out of their seats, walking out of the room, I need another book, this book doesn't work three or four times, getting a drink, going to the bathroom. These are all behaviors that tell the teacher that this child has not developed stamina. This child is not being naughty or bad uh, on purpose. This child is just resisting doing something that, as you said, Evan, in your life, you did not have. This child doesn't have it, but it can be developed. 
So I have another question actually on that. I'd like you to talk a little bit about the balance between short text and, and longer text. And I do know that sometimes kids who are weaker readers in schools get a lot of exposure to short text, particular, particularly nonfiction short text, so they can get ready for a state standardized test. And I kind of like your thoughts if that is it an effective way to help kids increase their stamina, or does that need to be done in tandem, or, or just, or, or shouldn't be done, because different things should be focused on. Well, I I think there is a place for short text. I call it guided practice. That after the teacher does um, an anchor text interactive read aloud, which is the teaching part of the lesson, the ch the children can practice with short texts. And that's an opportunity for the teacher to see who got the lesson that she presented, who still needs more practice with perhaps a short text. But then the other children should be able to go on and start choosing longer books. And you know, to do that, and you and I talk about this a lot frequently, you know, my role as a principal, I have a budget, the budget has limitations, I can't necessarily uh, fulfill every need that comes my way with our school budget so I do have to prioritize but what I have learned is that if reading is important if increasing reading stamina is important if building a culture of readers is important in my school or in your school money does need to be allocated to support classroom libraries and the school library absolutely new books come out every year and we want students to be able to read them uh, and books get threadbare or lost. There's usually about a 5% studies have shown replacement every year, so we need funds uh, for that. But I'd like to go back to something you asked me, Evan, about the short texts. The one thing that I think you have and all principals have control over is the fact that the children who need in intervention, the developing readers who are reading two, three, four years below grade level, Many of those never handle a book. They're doing lots of skill sheets. <clears throat> they're not reading continuous text. And often if they're given a book, it's one of these controlled uh, phonics uh, books that don't have beautiful photographs or illustrations and aren't written with a powerful voice of an author. You know, I mean, I think it's important that you share that. And, you know, it can be challenging. And I just share this just from an administrative standpoint when scores are not going the way that administrators want them to go, uh, sometimes it there can be a desire to look for something that can make it better really quick. You know, and sometimes that can be going back to the basics, as people would say, which would be drill and kill through worksheets, or sometimes it would be a computer program. And, you know, I, I've told you this before, a lot of the salespeople that I've certainly talked to over the years, they're very slick. Uh, and they come in and they have great presentations and they're rather convincing that their data will make everything better for